Mel Kettle, and you're listening to This Connected Life, the show where connected leaders share their experience, values, and strategies that have helped them become more connectable so they achieve success in life and business. Hi again. This episode, I want to talk about smartphone addiction and technology addiction. The irony of our increasingly connected world is that we as individuals and as organizations are becoming more disconnected than we ever have before. I've said this before, we carry around our smartphones as though they're EpiPens and we all have a fatal illness. Seriously, why? What's stopping us from being connected? I've talked about nomophobia, the fear of not being able to put our phones down. I've talked about our reliance on technology, including our phone, but also Netflix and TVs and computers. And even my Thermomix has a screen and a Wi-Fi connection these days. So you can't even get away from it when you're cooking dinner. Although I do love my Thermomix with its Wi-Fi connection because it means my husband uses it. So he cooks dinner a little bit more now. So I'm not complaining about that one. But, you know, did you know that about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, Reed Hastings, who's the CEO of Netflix, came out and said, biggest competitor isn't Hulu, it's not Amazon Prime, the biggest competitor of Netflix is sleep. People need to sleep, and that's why they turn off. You know, how appalling and outrageous is that? And the other thing that's stopping us from being so connected is our reliance on email and messaging apps rather than talking on the phone or talking face-to-face. So what can we do about this? Well, it's really difficult because social media and our phones are designed to be addictive. Yes, newsflash, they're meant to be addictive. Adam Alter, in his fantastic book Irresistible, talks about how addiction is produced largely by environment and circumstance. And the environment and the circumstance of the digital age that we live in today is far more conducive to addiction than anything else we have ever experienced in our history. So it's really not surprising that so many of us are addicted to our phones. Social media is shaping our brains. User behavior is studied by people who develop apps and who develop the technology. They look at the colors, the fonts, and the audio tones that will maximize engagement and minimize frustration. It's no surprise that Facebook has that scrolling, 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 waiting for more, or that Instagram gives you that little hit of adrenaline every time you find out that there's more people liking your posts. Substance addictions and behavioral addictions are activated by the same brain regions that are fueled by the same basic needs. We want social engagement. We need social support. We want and need mental stimulation and a sense of belonging. And apps like Instagram and Facebook are addictive on purpose. One of the best things that I think Instagram has done, in Australia at least, and a couple of other countries, has stopped the showing of how many people have liked your comment, your post. So you as the poster can see how many people have liked it, but nobody else can. And I'm really hoping that that helps to reduce that sense of addiction for apps like Instagram. Gamers play games for days. Anyone have a kid who's addicted to Fortnite? They play for days because they're driven to complete missions and because they formed strong social bonds that tie them to other gamers. So what can we do about this? Well, the first thing I think we need to recognize is how addicted are you? I'm asking you, how addicted are you to your smartphone? And I can hear a lot of you saying, no, I'm not addicted. Well, have a little quiz. Give yourself one point for each of the following. 
and there's 14 things. So hopefully you don't get 14 out of 14. So give yourself one point if you use your phone as an alarm clock. If you check it within 15 minutes of waking up in the morning. Another point if you check it in the last 15 minutes before you go to sleep or before you turn your light off. Do you text and drive? I really hope not. That's so illegal and so dangerous, but a point if you do. And that includes if you use Siri. Give yourself a point if you feel phantom phone vibrations. Give yourself a point if you use your phone when you're doing leisure activities, such as at the movies or reading a book on the couch. Give yourself a point if you're checking your phone while you're doing physical activities. I had a feeling I had a problem when I went for a swim one day last year and got out of the pool halfway through doing my laps to check my phone. Yeah, I was tired, but that's no excuse. Do you check your phone every 10 seconds or, you know, you haven't picked it up for 10 or 15 seconds and you just pick it up because somebody might have done something? You check it in the middle of the night when you're awake. You check it when a notification goes off. Get a bonus point or an extra or a point if you've got more than five apps with the notifications turned on. Having the notifications turned on is the biggest distraction. Every time we're distracted from a task, it takes us 15 minutes to get back into that task. And one of the biggest distractions is a notification pinging off on our phone. Give yourself a point if you check your phone on the toilet. Most people do. Don't lie to me about this. Give yourself a point if you've walked into somebody while on the phone. I once walked into a pole on Kelvin Grove Road in Brisbane. Major road, lots of people laughed. I was very embarrassed. And finally, give yourself a point if you check your phone when you're in meetings. Whether it's that subtle under-the-desk check, that subtle in-the-handbag check, or that obvious it's-on-the-desk check. Now, how many points did you get? Did you get 14 out of 14? I really hope not. Anyone who got more than probably seven, I reckon that you're addicted to your phone. So there's a few simple exercises that you can do to become less addicted. Oh, and I should probably fess up that I've scored 13 out of 14 in the past. The only thing I haven't done has been text and drive, but I have done all the rest. How do you think I came up with the list? Three simple exercises that you can do to become less addicted. Go to your phone and check the screen time. There's an app on it that lets you see how much time you've spent on your phone and how much time you've spent on each of the apps. So check your screen time and make a note and set yourself a goal of getting it less. So the average person spends about five hours a day on their phone. So see if you can get it to four hours or to three hours or to two hours or to one hour or to less than an hour. But see if you can shave, you know, 15, 20, 30, 60 minutes a day off your phone. And then have a look at see which is the app that you use the most and remove that app from your phone. For me, it was Facebook. So Facebook has now come off my phone and off my iPad. And sometimes I'll go into the browser and have a look at it on my phone, but it's really not very easy to do that. And the third thing is put your phone in grayscale mode. I'll pop the instructions in the show notes as to how to do that. And you can find the show notes at melkettle.com slash podcasts or podcaster. So I'll pop that in the show notes. But if you turn your phone on grayscale, it becomes a lot more unappealing to look at than when it's in full color. And then the third thing you can do is create a personal tech policy. 
have a think about what is it that you can do to reduce your tech so that you're in control over your device and it doesn't control you. So maybe you can have at work, maybe you have a tech policy of no phones in meetings. At home, maybe you have a tech policy of no phone at the dining table so that you have conversations with people. Maybe you could create a device-free zone in your boardroom at work, in your bedroom at home, at mealtime. At our home, there's no phones at the dining table when we're having a meal together. There's no excuses. They're just away and they're on silent. We've also moved our Apple TV from upstairs to our in our main living area to downstairs, which means that the amount of TV and Netflix that is watched in our house has gone from probably, I don't know, three to five hours most days to probably about six or seven hours a week because our downstairs is a bit lonely if no one else is there and it's cold, especially in winter. It's good in summer, but it's horrible in winter. So I tend to spend a lot more time reading a real book in bed. The other thing you can do is if you're spending time with your family and your friends, put your phone into flight mode so you can still take photos and you can still take some videos when you're spending time together, but you don't get that distraction of notifications. And turn your notifications off. Maybe keep a couple of messaging ones on, but turn off your email, turn off your Instagram, turn off your Facebook. All those notifications just distract. So I'm not saying no phones and no tech, but I'm saying put a plan in place so that you're in charge and your phone doesn't control you. So I'd love to know, what are you going to do to manage your technology use? Are you going to create a tech policy for home and for work? And what's one thing that you're going to do now? I'd really love to know. And yes, this is ironic, but you can connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag ThisConnectedLife and tagging me at Mel Kettle. Or you can email me, mel at melkettle.com. I'd love to hear. Thanks for listening. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes or a recommendation on LinkedIn or both. The show notes are all on the website, melkettle.com forward slash podcast. And I'd love you to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You'll find me at Mel Kettle. See you next time and stay connected. Bye. Thank you.